We're recording. I think I have most of the stuff I need. Hopefully, we might pause. Welcome back. Well, well, we're back. It has been six, seven weeks-ish since we've done a recording of this podcast. Thank you to everyone who's waited for us. Or if you haven't, I guess you're not hearing this. To everyone joining us, we're Dungeons and Designers. Uh, I disappeared for many weeks. I graduated from grad school. I went back to New Jersey. What was that, Dan? Uh, loser. Oh, loser. <laughs> but I don't know which way it works. <laughs> uh, yeah, graduated from grad school, went down to Jersey for a bit, and then I moved to Nebraska where I became a teacher. And then, Courtney, you went on a cool vacation. Zach, you're starting to teach. Dan got a new dog. Everyone's got weird updates. <laughs> but we're back. We're going to try to play Dungeons & Dragons. If you were listening to the show before, we were playing a homebrew campaign with Anders Ring. Because mm-hmm. I started a new job and my life is still in a little bit of flux, we're going to just play someone else's setting. Uh, so we chose to play uh, D&D's Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Um, I've never played it. I don't think anyone at the table has. But after reviewing it, I, it's quickly becoming one of my favorite written campaigns that I've read through. And I'm, we'll excited, yeah, I'm excited to see how we all do. Um, it's going to be very different from what we were doing before. So we're going to start this campaign actually right outside of Waterdeep. So you guys have been living up in the Sword Mountains on the Sword Coast in the Forgotten Realms. You guys all three created kind of a group, a party, an adventurer's league type thing to try to make money. And it had like friends. Was that? We're friends. I would say you at least know each other. Cool. You You guys can decide as we're playing if you're friends or not. But one important fact to know is like you guys have been very unsuccessful in making money. You've been doing (laughs) you've been doing par for the course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the gig economy is not treating you well. Um, So in the Sword Mountains, there's like mountains, forests, hills, and you've just been trying to like pick up every loose job you could together. Each of you have very specific skills, but none of them at a very high level. One of the jobs you tried to do was for a farmer and it was just like clear out some beasts that were killing his sheep. You did that and when you got back to him, he realized he didn't have any money. He too was not faring well in this economy. Bef- to like save his own life and which he did successfully, he gave you guys a tip that there is a man named Volo in Waterdeep who's like writing books. His last book was about beasts and he guarantees you that like with your skills and how well you handled the beast for him, that he'll have a job for you. And it'll probably be way more money than anyone out here because Waterdeep is a major city. None of you have ever been there, but he kind of like draws a map and tells you uh, to find the long road, which is where you guys are going to be on now. That intersects with the high road, I think it's called. Yep, the high road. And the high road will bring you right into Waterdeep. So as we pick up, it is early morning. It's right in the beginning of spring. So there's still like cool air and like the dew on the ground is starting to form. You guys have been walking for probably three, four days since you talked to this farmer. And you are just now finding a cross section with the high road. And even though it's early, this road is like very busy. 
people I going make a point yeah before i left the farmer Please. i definitely told him he is trash oh okay yeah yeah your your character was not stoked that he no dishonorable at the least right and i would assume your current state of being broke made it worse yeah obviously <laughs> so it's early morning you can talk to like a few of the people who are coming in and out just to be like where are we and they let you know you're just a few hours from Waterdeep. Why don't we pause the screen and let's describe each of the three people walking down now what is the high road? Oh, the scene. Would I say? Screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scene. I've been working on the computer too long. <laughs> All right. Who wants to start us off and explain or describe your new characters for this little mini campaign we're doing? So we're walking down the road, the dirt road, mm-hmm. and on the left carving an apple with his with his uh, short sword kind of holding it like a knife probably a little unsafely is ed rose who is a six foot tall kind of dirty little scraggly uh human just a very inhuman wearing uh leather studded armor it's got a crossbow kind of high up on his back it's a little higher so we can reach and grab it got um backpack on some dirty boots that have seen their fair miles on the road and uh, yeah, Ed just seems pretty laid back, just taking bites off the apple as he cuts him off. He's also kind of carving it into a little face and enjoying eating the face too. So, and just to <laughs> just to double check one of those facts, there, you're not. It's not a dagger. It's like a short sword. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, totally okay. not safe. He's just like <laughs> holding it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming way far off, and it's almost like he's moving the apple to cut it. Sure. On the short sword, yeah. Yeah. It's not safe at all. It's dumb. No, but I like his style. Yeah. Yeah. You work Incredible with what you got. precision. Who do we want to drop next to our human Ed, you said, right? Yep. Ed Rose. Ed Rose. Short for Edmund. <laughs> I think I'll be slightly behind you. Um, I'm playing a turtle named Agate, and she is kind of small um, for her race's size she's like right under five foot and i'd say for every one step you're making she's making like 10 um so she's scuttling along but her shell stays kind of hovering at the same height (laughs) um she has kind of bluish leathery skin a really pointy mouth and uh she's kind of nearing the end of her life she's like a couple years off um and she's a kind of like a maximalist as she's grown older her uh, shell she's not wearing clothes she's just wearing a shell and it's kind of banded on the front and then um there's like tears going back down the back and that's where she holds a lot of like her trinkets and things that you might see right now popping out um and then she's kind of looking up uh, at the road through her reading glasses that are kind of chunky they're like half moon shape Perfect. Uh, last campaign we were doing, and that's on pause, you were playing a tabaxi, and I believe it was a leopard cat. Did you find a, a species of turtle that this is based off of? I didn't this time around. That's okay. Um, you did oh a perfect job gosh. explaining it anyway. <laughs> like a turtle. There was just so many specific <laughs> yeah. visuals. I was like, where is this coming from? And it's just coming from Courtney. <laughs> from my brain. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're going to play a turtle, uh, and it was... A got a gate, agate, agate. agate. Cool. It's like a ah. 
<laughs> All right. That so that that just leaves one more in this little tri- trio. Yeah. So uh, clomping ar- along, uh, it, real in tow, right behind Ed Edmund over there is a very small, short but very stout mountain dwarf <laughs> with a tan, leathery skin. It looks like he's a bit older than he probably is from his uh, kind of young buck personality and uh bleached white very like not beyond bleached like marble white like straight white hair and a long draping beard that he has um kind of <clears throat> seen better days kind of beard clasps in uh as ornaments in there and he's covered in some heavy armor and he has some scars on his face looks like he's seen uh you know the end of some some fights but uh probably didn't win too many of them <laughs> And he's huffing and puffing, trying to keep up. And that's Vodmek? Vodmek, yes. The hill dwarf, our silver fox of the campaign? The mountain dwarf. Oh, mountain dwarf. <laughs> mountain dwarf. Oh, my. Oh, start this off bad. <laughs> you are making enemies quick. <laughs> <laughs> so as our trio is making their way, you found the high road. You're, you could be approaching Waterdeep. There's nothing you guys want to do before you get there, right? No, no interactions you want to make on the road. Nothing on the sides of the roads are just good with your mission. Have you seen any good rocks lately? Oh, plenty of rocks. Yeah, I want to check out some the good ones. You know, I know what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the listeners and I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys approach water deep, what you come we up to pause and start moving again. Was that this the screen the resolves. screen on pause? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it does like one of those fast forward things, right? (laughs) So what you come up to in Waterdeep is, first off, especially for um, the turtle druid, who druids spend most of their life trying to avoid cities, right? Like this is going to be something very new for Mm -hmm. you. But you see the most massive walls you've ever seen. They would tower many of the trees you guys have been spending your time in um, off the high road. But what's weird is like the first thing you see in the middle of this road is like the north gate, the main entrance, but the gates are just like swung open. And like no one, you don't hear fighting or anything. It's just like swung open. Anyone's walking in. You see a lot of people like pushing their carts in and out um, to the east. So to your left, you see like a lot of farms. So like a lot of people have been working, farming, bringing their food into town and like no one's in a hurry. Right. Like everyone just seemed calm, but like the gate is wide open in the middle of like just the biggest walls to your left and right. As you guys walk in, you can hear like guards up in like a room above the gate, clearly just drunk. Right. And they're just like having a good time, relaxing. And you can tell like things seem peaceful here, probably much more peaceful than they have been for you, like out in the wilderness. But like as you enter through the gate, this part you can see like a broken down sign that just says like field ward. And it doesn't look like it was even a sign that was put there by the town. And all around you, as your feet pass through that gate, you just start stepping into like thick mud. And it is probably caused by the the snow from the past winter defrosting and melting and the rain that's coming in the spring. And all around you, you just see like homeless, you see broken down little hobbled houses the drunks, the drug acts would end up here. Like this is like the reject kind of ward or area of Waterdeep. And this could be possibly why like the gates are just left open. Like 
it's technically water deep, but like the town doesn't care. You don't see guards or anything here. It's just like people surviving. And on this road, this high road that cuts like right through the middle of it, people just quickly go up and down. Like no one's stopping. No one's trying to like go into the field ward. This is just a get through to get out of water deep. Do we know what the, like we, you said drinking, obviously, the like local drug of choice. Is there anything? I think drinking is definitely the bigger part. Like Waterdeep is a drinking city. Okay. I don't know drugs, so, you know, math. I don't know. I was, I was more <laughs> curious, like what's indeed, was, are there drugs? Indeed, right. Indeed? And you, that's a good question. I had drugs for our campaign. Um, not having to prepare anything. I didn't have to think about it. Ah. <laughs> so we're just going to go with meth. Waterdeep is a meth town. <laughs> Big meth town. Meth. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So you make your way what? through the field ward and you come up to a second wall. And the second wall is definitely shorter than the first. But this one has a big gate in it that's closed with guards on the outside. You can see up in the windows, like there's little turret holes with like people with bows kind of just checking out, looking around. No one is like actively trying to fight or anything. It's just like, this is like security. And if you come up to the gates, you'll see like multiple guards kind of just hanging out. And even they are like checking papers for people and then like letting people through checking people like checking mark and like names and stuff for like who's coming in who's leaving like you can tell like this is the part of the city where everything's about to change how do you guys want to approach the gate i walk up very confidently and bang on the gate unless i can see a person's face and then i'll look up at them Oh, yeah. You can't you don't only see people's faces. And this is probably my fault for not explaining it. So like the gate is more like iron rod bars. So you can like see in and out. And there are guards on the field ward side. So there's like guards on both sides of the gate. So you can not only see their faces, you can see their whole bodies. And these guards look like um, they're like many different races, right? You'll see some dwarfs, some humans, some tabaxi. But they're all wearing the exact same armor, where it's just like a simple helmet, a yellow and greenish color um, uniform. All have like little short swords and shields. They don't look super opposing for you guys. Like you would never stand a chance, right? Because they're like trained soldiers. Mm-hmm. But like they don't seem too opposing. Sure. Okay. I want to take out the scroll, which is like the letter from my guild, and like hold it out to them. Say hem hem greetings. Yeah, I've been summoned here by my guild. <laughs> yeah, and the guards take your papers. They're really nice, welcoming you in. They ask for your name, Agate. Mark it down. They're like, all right, Agate, have a great day. And they open the gates. Um, it's like a left and right gate, and they kind of open opposing ways to like create a little channel that you can walk through like diagonally. And they kind of usher you in, and then as there you're walking through like one of the older guards who looks a little bit fancier stops you and you see him like yelling kind of at the others like they messed up and he asks you like are you a magic user are you a sorcerer wizard no and also these two are with me um yeah. <laughs> in the back. I'm like, uh, hey, hey, Vod, uh, hold this real quick. And I hand Vod my apple and sheath the sword and kind of turn around, slip my backpack off and just kind of dig in there. And you can see, like, I pull out some scrolls, pull out one. It kind of looks like me, but he's got like a different beard shape and a scar on his eye. And I fold <laughs> that up and put it back, pull out another one and look. And this one's got like an eye patch and a mustache. I put that one back, pull out a third one. 
and then uh, put my backpack back on. I'm like, oh, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. I take the apple back. I actually, uh, when he handed me the apple, I went. Uh, I figured you just threw it <laughs> on the ground. No, I just, I said sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Problem, <laughs> so like, you just like still like you're saying no. He still handed it to you, so it just dropped. Like, yes, he, I was like, fine mm, with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and once it drops, you see someone from the field ward like come, run, grab it, and then disappear. <laughs> And as as this all happens, like the gates close back, so um, Agate is now on the side of the wall that's like a little bit cleaner. I, I don't uh, think I would allow that. I'm sticking with my pals. Oh, Vod, Vod this, this is definitely this is definitely not a situation of allowing. <laughs> yeah, like oh. they are. They so are, they like pick me up. <laughs> yeah, and like with swords, with spears, like are kind of pushing you and like separating you guys and checking each papers individually. So they kind of go the same thing. They, uh, as Ed walks up, they just ask you like papers, name. Yep, hand it to him. Uh, Ed Rose. Yep, and writes it down. Checks it, knowing what happened last time. He's like magic user, sorcerer, wizard. Nope, none of those. Okay, like checks it, rolls it up, gives you back your papers, takes his, and then opens the gate again, like diagonally, pushes you through, closes. I'm I, this whole time I've been complaining. I'm like, we're supposed to be here making money. There's all these poor people around here. What is going on? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to make some money. And uh, the Apple guy grips the Apple. And I'm like, that was strange. <laughs> Where are we? And everybody's shuffling along. And I'm just sitting there perplexed. Uh huh. <laughs> What's the wall made out of? Like stone, like big stones. Yeah. So I go over and I start checking the wall out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Structurally. I'm like, <laughs> knocking on it and stuff. There was like a, a piece kind of pushing out. I gave it a little bite just to see kind of what was going yeah. on. I'm like, okay. Oh, one, one of the city That's guards decent. who's also a dwarf comes up next to you and like hits it like a used car salesman. He goes, yeah. we'll find a finer wall. Yeah, I was like, I've seen a couple, <laughs> but it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, you haven't. And then he walks, just walks away. He's just like, the fact yeah. that you in, like insulted the walls of Watergate is like already an offense to him. Yeah, and I literally just say, like, a dwarf who likes a human city. Or, okay, whatever, man. <laughs> like, jeez, we yeah. ever dig a hole? <laughs> no, yeah, he, he's not going to answer you. He's just like, of course. Oh, I'm talking to myself. I don't care. I do not care that he's like, yeah, literally already off my map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you yeah, approach? I'm stroking my beard, just kind of walk around, and I'm just, like, casually walk up to the gate. And I'm like, so uh, let's go down, and go down in here. Yeah, he's like, papers, name. Uh, what? What kind of paper do you need? I'm not a big paper guy. Identification. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Don't have <No>. that on me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fine. What's your name? Ah, uh, Vodmek. Vodmek? And he writes yeah. it down. He goes, are you a uh, sorcerer or a wizard? I am not a sorcerer, neither a wizard. All right, I'm a all dwarf. Right. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, he goes, without your identification, what's your purposes for entering? Ah, uh, trying to make that money. All right. As long as you you keep your head down, you keep your way, keep out of other ones, everything will be fine. Just don't make a mess. He writes it I'm down. I'm small. It's fine. Yeah. Good. I, Opens uh, the gates. <laughs> yeah. And I just scurry through. Cool. And as you guys all enter this side of the city, it's almost like a completely different area. Like it gets cleaned up. The roads that were mud kind of turn into rock and cobblestone. And what might be like the most surprising thing for you guys is... All the people around you, none of them have weapons. Where, like, you guys have lived, like, even the farmers keep knives on them. Like, everyone here is unarmed and, like, unafraid. It's, like, extremely different than the wilderness that surrounds. Like, these walls do keep out danger. Hmm. 
what you also see are tons of these guards and the guards do have like the swords. They look identical to what you saw at the gate, except some of them are like um, just heavier armor. So you'll see like, uh, like hard steel, heavy plate mail with like halberds. And there's way fewer of them. You can kind of just tell like there's a rank system in the guards here. So what do you guys do as you enter Waterdeep? Kind of walk in. I'm kind of like uh, doing this kind of on my belly. And I'm like, <laughs> this is more of what I was looking for. Ed was sitting on the side of the road till Vod came in. And he hops up and comes back to both. He's like, Aggie, Vod, you made it. That's awesome. Where y'all, uh, where y'all want to go? We want to go straight to try to find this Volo guy? Or we want to go get something to eat first? I've only been eating apples for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have money for food currently. Um, <laughs> you have to pay for food? When did that start? <laughs> Since you got through that gate, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm going to like the city very much. Hmm. What's the plan? Well, for food. We don't got money for food. I guess. He rolls his eyes at Vod again and it's like, um, I don't want to go dumpster diving. So let's just head on and find this Volo guy. He can't, shouldn't be too hard to find, right? Yeah, what what uh what storefronts are near kind of where we're at? Anything? So one of the things you see is like you're on the main road. This is a continuation of the high road. To your left, so uh, east, you see signs like on every road that kind of crosses, and they're all the streets are named, and they all say like Northward, mm. with like a little arrow icon pointing up. And then on your right side, the west side, because you're going south, you see Seaward. And it's got like little waves icons. Again, all of them are, um, all streets are lit named. But what's different about the Sea Ward is there are also guards on each street, like guarding and not letting people in. So you can just tell, like, hmm. there's a, this is like more of like a gated community on your right side. And on the left side is just the North Ward. It's just highly residential. So, did like, there's, get, yeah. Did we get info from the farmer about like where to find this dude? No. He just said he knows he's in Waterdeep. And That's useless. Well, and for him, because you guys have been walking for days, like there's a good chance this guy's never been to Waterdeep. He could think it's just another village. What an idiot. Uh, <laughs> what no wonder he's broke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can see like little stores, like little restaurants and stuff. But mostly here, it's all residential. And everything that's on the right side there is like totally closed off for you. He he literally wrote the guide to everything. He shouldn't be that hard to find. <laughs> You'd hope. Alright, is there any uh, randos, like, in front of me? There's, like, tons of people. Tons of people with carts walking out. People with, like, bags walking in. There's guards everywhere. I want to go up and tug on the cloak of whoever (laughs) I think is, like, going to be the most informative. Yeah, so, like, maybe not one of the guards you've talked to already, but one of the ones with plate mail? Maybe not even a guard, like anybody I see passing by. If I'm Someone like, with glasses, probably. That person probably knows things. Someone walking with intent. Like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they got a purpose. They're that. going somewhere. Yeah. 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 So not and, like they have to poop. Like, they're important. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, there's a difference. Like, walking yeah. like you have to poop. Yeah, I want you, unclenched you know where cheeks. You're going. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> a, a stride. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Cool, yeah. So you, you tug on it and he like swings around. He's just like a human and he like sees over you and then looks down and he's like, Can I help you? Yeah, I say, Hey, Vibeck, nice to meet you. And I throw my hand up. Yep, he puts it down, shakes your hand. 
perfect. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just uh, I'll be here looking for uh, some work. I told was told there's some work. Uh, a guy named Volo Volley, something like that. He said he has work for us. Um, ever heard of a guy like that? I mean, yeah, and you can tell like he's thinking. And he's like, there's an author named Volo that lives down. That's the guy. Book guy. That's it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I I don't know him. Like, he's pretty famous around here. Um, yeah. He, more looking at location, not a whole lot of other information. Yeah. You might be able to find him down in the castle ward. Castle. And uh, where's that? Oh, and like he swings around and like points down the road in the direction you guys were walking. Hmm. He's like, if you just keep walking down that way, you're going to pass the sea ward. And he points right. over to like the gates I or the guards. And then he goes, you're going to pass out of the north ward. Of course. Yep. And this road will enter right into the castle. The castle ward's Perfect. really, really tall. It's like a long ward. It's mm. mostly government, some markets, the castle. And Volo. Somewhere. Yeah. Okay. But if you go down there, you might be able to ask people and start like finding his location more. I don't spend much time in the castle ward. Man, you are so kind. If I had anything to give, I would give it to you. But all I will give you is my thanks. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and he tips his hat and he's yeah. off. <laughs> what kind of hat was it? Uh, like a cowboy hat. Oh, cool. Buckaroo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. That's the last hat I'm going to mention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next hat, Indiana Jones hat. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, this campaign just got interesting. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So as the man with the cowboy hat walks away. Um, Earl, Earl. Was that? As as Earl walks away. Earl, yeah. Thank you. Uh, you guys all can continue easily down the high road. And you do. You see on the right side, event like sooner than later, the sea ward disappears and it enters into. You start seeing like roads for um, castle. On the left, you still see the north ward, but you're you're now like in between, kind of like bisecting a little bit both. So, what's the div- the the point of the division of Waterdeep? So, is it like do we notice anything? Is it guild so far that's dividing them or? No, it's more like um, just city districts. Yeah, like how Manhattan's kind of or New York City's okay. split up into like different boroughs. It's more like a borough thing. Um, if you guys ever can find a map, Waterdeep is definitely um, inspired by the size of Manhattan and the shape of Manhattan. Oh, it's a big in. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys are now down. You're still on the high road. Castle Ward is on your right. <laughs> On the left, you see signs for Trades Ward. And you guys could just assume that there's going to be like more stores and stuff like that in here. Mm. Um, but the high road, what you're, you're noticing a lot is like the high road was definitely in the North Ward for a bit. Like there's a big mm-hmm. chunk where you're just cutting through the North Ward. But for most of the high road, it's splitting boroughs. So it's like almost like a highway in between areas that on the left now is the Trades Ward. On your right is the Castle Ward. Would you right. go to Castle Ward? So, yeah, you could just, like, turn right into the castle ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could cut in. So, one of the first things you saw was, like, I don't, I don't, maybe you guys can help me explain this. Like, the road goes, and then two roads kind of spur out from the same spot. It's like a V comes out of the road. I don't really know how to like explain a, that too like much. A fork in the, almost like a fork in the road. Well, like, it it's like, yeah. 
It's like is this the, the map, correct? You can't look at it. You don't have it. I sent one. Oh, you can't do that. Courtney, you made oh, me cheat. I'm not going to look at it. You can't. You don't. Oh, I thought you guys I was have, helping. You guys okay. haven't even tried to go buy one. Well, you or said if you one. can oh, find right. one in not, life. Not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> We're oh. role playing, guys. Courtney found it. <laughs> Courtney found one on the street. <laughs> You were like, help me describe it. I was like, well, let me find it. I'll give you a go. <laughs> yeah, like a, like I just looked over to the yeah, yeah, well, the nearest directory. Then like we are. The mall. Then you guys all have access. So you pass the market. Oh, I didn't. I closed I it. closed it out. All right. You, if you we want, we didn't buy one yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like the road kind of forks, but instead of the high, the high road forking, it like two roads spur out from the same spot of the high road. And you can hear a lot of commotion on that side. There's like um, little like kind of half buildings and a lot of commotion. As you go down, it gets a little bit quieter. And there's just like roads entering. So you can go. I don't know what you guys are like looking for other than obviously Volo. But like what are the things that you're going to look for to try to find him? Somebody to ask. Cool. So you see again guards now in this area of the castle ward where you are you see like more stores there's like taverns there's bars do we see anything that has like yeah a scroll on the front or a bookstore oh you can for sure see bookstores yeah i'm gonna duck in a oh yeah like as as far as you like castle ward as far as you know right now is like real high end it's all bookstores what's the not all bookstores Let me click around. <laughs> Which one's got gold? <laughs> Which one's got the most gold in the name on the sign hanging up front? The gilded binding. Yeah. Oh. So what, I want to go whatever the step under that is. I want to go to that store. The silver binding. <laughs> <laughs> right, good play. Good play. <laughs> oh, we're gonna. I just like because if you had read this yourself, you would know all of these. Answers. Everything. It's so funny to ask these. <laughs> <laughs> the reason uh, this is harder is because when it's mine, I just make something up and I write it down. Yeah, and that's like, just mm. here's my list of stupid answers at dance club. But there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here that, like, if I say something wrong later, I could be like, "All right, you're in the market looking for this," and you'd be like, "But that wasn't in the market. We already did that over there." And I'm like, "Dang it!" <laughs> True, and that's what I meant. <laughs> Your map is wrong. <laughs> yeah, weird. Must have gotten a. All right, see, you guys find you find a <laughs> mid-level Barnes and Noble East bookstore, Fantasy Barnes and Noble, Fantasy Barnes and Noble, yes. books a million. Yeah, that's that's just what that is. And as you enter inside, you see um, some books, but mostly scrolls. And there's a man behind the counter reading. There's people walking around. Like everyone's really relaxed. No one's on like super guard. Right. I think that's probably the weirdest thing for you guys is like you guys spend your entire lives and especially your time together, like scrounging and everyone in here is kind of just chilling. <laughs> Full clinch. Yes. Super posh. Uh, Ed's going to walk up to the counter and just kind of lean in and go, <clears throat> knock on the desk a little bit and say, excuse me, good sir. Yep. And he just puts down his book a little bit and goes, how can I help you? Uh, I got two questions. <laughs> I turned the door One, a little quick and I go... Everyone's so you, friendly here. You have a you got a restroom I can use. Some about the smell of books and walking makes me want to use the bathroom. Number two, I'm looking for a fella named Volo. 
not his books. I just heard he was around here and <laughs> yeah. he might need some help. And he goes, I, he just doesn't want to just talk to fans. He's not going to want to, I can tell you where the bathrooms are. And he like points out the door and he goes, if you take a right, you'll hit the market. There's like outhouses you can use there. Sure. I'll run over there and I, you know, I, I enjoy a good book. I heard he wrote a fantastic guide to beast and where to find them. <laughs> all that. But, uh, you know, I got a copy. I'd love to get him to sign. So, yeah. And he goes, you know, yeah, you and everybody in this store. I don't know what you want me to do for you. If I, I, want, if I, I just mean, tell everybody where Volo uh, is. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I've never even heard of him. No interest in signing. I'd still like to have a conversation. So if it's a strictly a fan thing, not a fan at all. <laughs> yeah. Vod can't even read. He's not lying. He's, <laughs> uh, why, don't you, why don't you both or one of you with advantage do a persuasion check? I have a plus And whoever one. it is, I'm going to... Dan, I've got plus one. Did you say... Listen. <laughs> you said with advantage? Yeah, with advantage for Dan helping you. I got a 16. So what... Uh, Courtney, were you going to give him something? I was going to give him guidance if they he rolled badly. Is it guidance... Uh, you get to roll an extra d4 to add to your ability check. <laughs> yeah, but does it say anything about... It would be before, but we got... Oh, it says we... you can add it before or after. Oh, we'll get to it later. That's okay. okay. I only rolled a 15. So he's like, fine, fine, fine. But like, don't tell him who sent I don't you. Even, I don't even know your name, man. I ain't gonna tell him nothing. Don't yeah, but don't tell him the store, right? We want, get him, even... we want him up here for signings. Sure We're in the bronze binding, correct? Yeah, that's what this is, right? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. The gilded binding. They're taking gilded away business. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Yeah. So the he golden he, flight binding. He like draws a map for you. He's like, you're gonna go down the street of bells. That's gonna bring you all the way down. And then I'm he just draws a map because you're past the castle. And then he like shows you like there's a uh, a tavern down there called the Yawning Portal. Hmm. He goes. I, I don't know the blocks by memory, but like if you get past the castle, you'll be able to find the yawning portal. Just like talk to someone. It's really popular. All right. Appreciate you, um, brother. And just uh, let's just say weary travelers, not a lot of money looking for food. What's a cheaper, lower quality food establishment? Yeah. And he's Bronze like, level. The yawning portal has food. There's a there's definitely a dingier bar next to it where it's like the rejects, but if Thank you keep you, going down, that, if you keep yeah. going south, there's the dock ward, mm. and you you might lose your life, but there's really cheap food down there. I'm I'm famished anyway, so I might lose it either way. So I guess we'll just hit it out. Good luck. Thank and he, you. And he taps the tip jar. And I dig in and uh, yeah, I I just like. <laughs> Start having a coughing fit and just step out the door. I drop half an apple in it and then walk out. Yeah, yeah you just you see him just tip it out on the floor and it's like, <laughs> thanks for coming. Everyone's um, politeness and helpfulness, you're going to lose it. <laughs> Good thing we won't lose it until after we've already used it. <laughs> so you guys going to just head down, head down to where he told you? Yeah, I want to go to the salty spittoon. Let me see. No, see no. that. But like, once you guys take the directions, and he you said get, it was a a, a dangeroso uh, dock. Oh, restaurant. I thought I didn't. 
salty spittoon? No, that's from SpongeBob. Oh, dang. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for dropping that ball. Um, Canon now. <laughs> yeah, that's so you could repay the joke. So, as you yeah, just really write that. I'm going to write inside my book. Yeah. So, as you guys keep going down south, you see a massive um, castle on your right. And its walls, though, those shorter than um, the main gates, like mm-hmm. they're still taller than you could ever try to climb over. Is the stone the same, though? Yeah, maybe a little darker. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, okay. hmm. yeah maybe from a, a lower level of ground or something. Yeah, I take it. Different geological account. source. <laughs> interesting. Closer to a volcano, probably. Yeah, maybe. You know, a little porous. It's from the moon. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just so. think it's really important that we don't take all these stones for granted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all stones <laughs> matter. Ed gets it. Yep. <laughs> so as you keep going down, you start seeing um, restaurants. And way more, like, up top there were a lot of stores. Like, you're starting to see eateries and stuff. Um, so far, you see, like, Azuth's Mug and the Blushing Nymph. So neither of these are the things that he was telling you about. But you see a lot of people around. The Blushing Nymph. At this point, right, you guys entered the high road at, like, early morning-ish. It was, another, late. It was like three or four hours just to get to the field ward. After all your talking and walking and using the bathroom, we're probably talking like dinner now. Mm. So like the streets are getting friendlier, right? Like when I say friendlier, I mean like everyone's just out there having a good time and like people might be a little buzzed and you you see people drinking in the streets, but it's not like reckless, especially in the castle ward. Like mm-hmm. everyone's keeping keeping standing. No one's falling over. What would you guys like to do now that you're kind of in the southern portion of Castle Ward? Um, where do we get better directions as to where this place is? You get the sense you're close. I mean, I've got a map. Yeah. That he drew for us. Yeah. And then at the end of that map, it was like a circle. He was like, it's somewhere down here. Mm. And what's the, did he say the name of the establishment? No. The Yawning Portal. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Then let's, uh, let's just keep scouring for that, I say. Walk cool. up and down. Yeah. Maybe another half hour, 45 minutes of just like going up and down alleys. Um, you find it. And it is really, really cool. It's like um, all stone. It's three floors. So it's a little bit bigger than a lot of the other establishments around. But what's going to be really visibly different is that the people going in and out are fully armored with weapons. And it's not like a little bit. It's like you see like backpacks with like multiple weapons stuffed in it. And you see people like patting each other on the shoulders and like cheering and like entering. Almost like a, like a frat house maybe a little bit, right? Oh. Like really excited to get into the yawning portal. Next to the yawning portal, you see um, Mother Salinka's House of Pleasures. And it's like, Ooh, saucy. Gr- it's like gross, right? <laughs> and you see a lot of people from the yawning portal being like thrown out. And then them kind of making their way down. Huh. And then past that, you see one more restaurant called the Empty Keg. And it's like broken window, lights out. Like it progressively gets worse as it gets closer to the trades ward. Mm. But you know you're there for the yawning portal. The f- uh, that are going in and out, do they have any like guild sigils or anything tons. connecting them to each other? Yeah. Oh, so it's all different. Sig- okay. It's a huge. It's not one particular no. like a and like where the bookstore probably had like two, three people in it. There's gonna be dozens, if not like low hundred, in here. Like it's any bouncers? Packed. 
Oh, for sure. Like okay. biggest burly dudes like at the doors. Is there um like any murmuring of like an actual portal being inside there? <laughs> There's people talking about adventure. Oh, I'm going to say, yeah, I heard about this portal thing in in places before. I don't know if there's one inside there, but it would put the name a little on the nose if you ask me. I mean, it's not too clever, but I'd be willing to try to get in there. What do you think, Aggie? Made you walk this far. Can we go to other dimensions? Yeah, I'm down. Is there a line Uh, we need to get into? Like a no, the, 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 like a nightclub. Like <laughs> no, and like that's not yeah. that's not an overly silly question, right? Like when you get in, it, there's no queue, but you're like you're kind of pushing your way in, right? Um, there's nobody checking our IDs or anything. No one's checking IDs. No one cares who you are. It's kind of like a if you can't defend yourself, like whatever. But I would I would imagine a kind of like a busy music venue, right? Like as you start getting closer, you can hear like music in there. And you can hear a lot of yelling, a lot of cheering. Mm. Definitely the most energy you've seen since entering Waterdeep. That's an episode of Dungeons and Designers as we play Waterdeep Dragon Heist. This is a Masters of One Network podcast. We'll see you next week.